are unmuted ladies and gentlemen welcome to the mentor podcast put it in front of you on the (laughs) each and every tuesday (laughs) 6 30 ish um obviously you know it ain't 6 30 right now uh but we have grown exponentially so much so that we have a live studio audience today so let's give it up for the live studio audience in the building. Thank y'all so much for being here. Yes, indeed. So we want to thank y'all so much for helping us grow. Um, We appreciate everybody that's coming into the room. Uh, Of course, we got a lot to go over. We're going to go over distractions. We're going to go over seriousness. And of course, we're going to go over our normal questions. We're going to ignore the fact that our mics are not muted and, you know, (laughs) continue to give directions across the room. So we appreciate y'all coming in. Um, Make sure that uh, after we do our introductions and everything, we engage in the share party. But for now, since it's Tuesday, it's been a week since we've seen each other, fellas. How was your week? Week Weekend was good. Um, Weekend was good uh, for me. Um, uh, Some rearranging, some uh, coordinating the the facility. We got some stuff going on and uh, some additions that we're adding to the space. Okay. So spent a lot of time down here kind of, uh, getting back in the mindset of, of doing business um, with this Corona thing, I think we all had to take a uh, a little bit of a lapse of um, commitment to getting things done when you knew you when you knew you couldn't. And uh, even though Corona's still alive and popping, still banging, um, traffic is back. I don't know if y'all noticed that. I noticed it today. Uh, traffic is. I be I be trying to hide. Traffic is hide. yeah. Traffic is back. So um, it was good for me. Got to break bread with my brother-in-law and my sister-in-law this weekend as well. Little nice. kabukas. Is that what it's called? Kabukis. Kabukis. So did a little sushi. Did a little sushi. Okay. Sushi and all that. With uh, the mask and everything. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 On yeah. Sunday, it so it was, it was good. It was good. Yeah, man, it's it's real hot. It's oh. real hot. 
But uh, I mean, luckily we built for it. Uh, that last, that time I went out on a boat with y'all was the first time I ever peeled in my life. Oh, you peeled? Yeah. Get I was like, peel what is on? that? I mean, it didn't hurt or nothing, but I was like, San Diego. You never peeled in San Diego? No, I never. I'm. I'm dark at dark. You know, it's it's hard for me to peel, I imagine. But, uh, yeah, I was peeling. Uh, Dre? Man, my week's been good, man. It's going so far. Um, it's only Tuesday. This weekend was good. Uh, like you said, we went to Kabuki's, had some sushi. That was always good. Amazing time. Um, other than that, man, I'm mad that some of the restaurants were closed. And, I mean, I just wanted a little drink a little bit. But, Rona, you know, but other than that, man, it was all right. You Wait, so... Mean? Let me get this straight, cause you know I, I look at y'all as like you know like kind of my marriage mentors. Like, bef- like you know if I decide to get married, y'all would be you know what I'm looking forward to. So you're telling me what mm-hmm. I'm looking forward to is sushi at Kabuki and no drinks. No, 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 you, no we, we, we got drinks, we got drinks, but you know you get there and you gotta wait because everything is split up. So there's like every other table you're sitting at, so you gotta wait. 10, 15 minutes. So I wanted to go down to Fat Tuesday. Okay. And it was hot. We yeah. About a half hour. So I wanted to go down to Fat Tuesday and grab a little slushy drink. But they told us the signs outside said go around to the back, you know, the back patio. So I'm like, all right, cool, go around to the back. Then they said we can't sit outside when there's nobody there because of Corona. Hmm. So other than that, like I said, not a it's not a stab or nothing like that at Fat Tuesday. I was just hoping to get a slushy because it was hot. So. Okay, got you. All right. For, for that, oh, for that slushy. Man, oh, I was hurt. I mean, you big to be drinking on slushies, ain't you? <laughs> slushy, y'all. Oh. Yeah, a little bit. Of, I mean, you can never go wrong with Fat Tuesday, man. You can never go wrong with that Fat Tuesday. So, I mean, if you drink too much over there, you can never go right. Yeah, um, <laughs> I, mean, I don't think I've been to Fat Tuesday. Yeah, I don't, no. Been to Fat Tuesday? No. Oh man. So that must be a a, a, a pre, you know, like. Fat Tuesdays ain't gonna be something to you in about another month, a year or two. You, Probably not. You gonna forget about that Fat Tuesday stuff. Yeah. Wait, so after you get married, you can't go to Fat Tuesday no more. Tuesdays are not f- for fatness. There are you got fat month. Every day is a fat day, but uh, <laughs> oh, okay. as far as Tuesday is concerned, it's 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 uh, it's uh, beginning the work week, school, kids. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. You talking about that part? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Them, yeah. Days, okay. them days is over with. All right. I, I haven't been to a Taco Tuesday in so long. You know what I'm saying? Nah, I don't. Need, it's foreign language to me. I'm so please don't. I'm, I'm living vicariously through you. Okay, right now, so, so we'll that's yeah, that's yeah. the balance that we'll keep. Yeah, for for y'all to be happy and live vicariously. Yes, sir. I will never get married, and I will always nah, go to you Fat gotta Tuesday. Get married, man. When, what? Married, when you do, it's gonna be yeah. That's gonna be crazy. Fresh get married. Ooh. That's gonna be crazy. Hey. You're gonna be a totally different dude. Man, hey, you know it. Listen, <laughs> it's just it's just gonna be kind of. I, I will have to have it like an extra wide aisle, um, for all of them. Yeah, for all my wives. <laughs> Listen, the first, the first one to make him cry. That's who you're gonna marry. Yeah, watch. Yeah. First time he cries. We all getting married. I'm just saying, hey. the first, that first one makes you drop some tears. That's the one you're gonna marry. <laughs> is, is that a Polly? Is that like a new? It's not new. It's old. I know I kind of jumped and went somewhere totally different. Listen, are so you, you sure bought, you, you want to be up. having this conversation you with the gunner in the room? You brought it up, and I seen a post about it a couple days ago. It's becoming more of a fad now. Fad? Not a fad, not a fad, not a fad, but it's becoming more popular now. Yes. In certain cultures, it's a, it's a, it's a norm. Yes. But in this culture here, it's coming more of, like I said, I said a fad. Well, in this culture, it's becoming more of a fad. It's becoming more of a normal thing now. So what's your take on that, having more than one wife? Don't ask that you man. Ask His me. wife is in there. I have no take. I have no take. Look at it. Look, look. 
I'm gonna get real stiff. There you go. Good job. See, you you you're teaching me about married life right now. You see what I'm saying? Yes. What do you hey, teach me how to keep my mouth shut? What do y'all think about that? What do y'all think about? I always wonder if we went back and they found old pieces of the Bible when it said that you were supposed to multiply, multiply that app. Would anybody it's with would, family, right? You know what I'm saying? Would would, would 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 that be okay at that point? You know what I'm saying? I wonder how that would uh, how that would. Are you asking me? No, no, no. I just oh, okay. Think it's I said, please don't ask me, man. I feel that Gunner just. Oh man, you can't. I'm surprised you brought In case you didn't know, the Gunner is part of the studio audience I mean, today, so Dre won't really be able to say a whole lot. <laughs> so, do you believe in a polyamorous relationship? It's supposed to be, because uh, well, there's a couple ways that it goes down. So, for you, Wait are minute, you talking about? <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah. Ain't yeah. no couple ways it goes down. <laughs> hey, it go down one way. <laughs> okay, so for you, so you you explain how it looks for in the first okay, so, world. Please. So, I, I joke about it often. <laughs> I joke about it often, but for me, it really is a serious thing, and it's only because of, I, I feel like we have a, an Im- imbalance in our community, mm. and. Um, with the imbalance, I feel like we have a small amount of fathers uh-huh. and or men that are willing and able to be good father figures. So for those homes that don't have fathers, mm-hmm. it works. what you going to do? Oh, you can adopt, though. You know, fathers and wives are two different things. You can always you, you be sure a, could adopt. a father to some children. You sure could adopt. However, if it takes a village uh-huh. and you can have a village... Have a village. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that was our recap for the week. Just so we don't, our hair going to go on fire and everybody in the comments don't kill me right now. It's a conversation for another day. Dre trying to start some shit. Wait, wait. Taryn said he got 11 kids and only got one wife. Wait, Who, who's, that? That? who's that? Congratulations. Oh, he, he don't need more than one wife. Oh. Hey. Great. Fresh saying that because he, he, he Listen, can say that. It, he can say that. I can't. Miss Jackson said, can, can she have, can they have, can women have two husbands? No! Right. It don't, it, what? It, it don't even make any it, sense. Yeah, it, it don't go the same. You outnumber you know, men by two million. It, black women outnumber men by two million. It doesn't make. It don't work like that. It's, it's not about you. It's about the children and making sure that you bring them up in a more balanced household. Not saying that you cannot raise a child alone. I can't. I can drive a car with my feet. Doesn't mean that the I should do it. The more you say, the worse you sound, bro. I don't stop. Give a damn. Just stop talking, because the more you say, the worse you sound. Keep yeah. it coming. Because <laughs> it is what it is. Um, uh, okay, so real quick though, Tasha said, "Be a mentor." Hey, that's what we're doing right now. We training me do you to have, be able to handle all these kids so that I'm going to be mentoring in the future. So fresh in your experience, at what point of the conversation when you're dating? Yes. Do you bring this up? Normally, right in the beginning, and they walk away. And ha- and then you walk away, or they walk away. They like when I when. <laughs> I mean, that's good. At least you brought it up in the beginning, though. And you I, didn't bring I, it up until the line. I keep it real. You I do? keep it real. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but normally, there's a conversation in in the beginning, like when we exchange your phone numbers, and they like. But you know, that's soon. That's real soon. They ask about. You know what, what you, you want to do in the future. He at that age. He at that age where they gonna ask people trying I mean, to. Now, okay, now if we meet a woman, don't okay, don't put yourself in this without getting So don't put yourself. If I would have met the gunner and she would have told me something, yes. and I mentioned back to her about you know, I mean if she hit me like on the first day, hey, what about marriage? I'm gonna be a little. 
little iffy. Oh, on on carrying on with the right. You plan on marrying me? Uh, what? They don't say it like that. They don't say it like that. They just ask what your plans are. But you don't think though, the older you get, you know, you got looks, you got things like that. But you're looking at making decisions about your life at this point. Yes. So fun is fun. You don't have to have no questions when you're having fun. But when you like, "Mm, this might be a candidate for some other stuff. I need to know where they at on certain. Thing, so I know where to categorize them. Okay. Like, oh, that's not a candidate for husband. I got it. But that might be some fun for, you know what I'm saying, for a couple of weeks or whatever until I find that replacement type deal. So I think it's very mature to have the conversations early before you start getting your feelings in it. Yeah. Of like, what you looking for, what you ain't looking for. I think it only makes for a better outcome of whatever it is you're looking for. And then you ain't got people acting crazy. Right. You ain't got drama. I think drama goes away the older you get. The more you tell the truth. One of the worst crimes that you can do is play with somebody's heart. So, yeah. But drama gets worse the older you get, the more you lie. It's one of those things. When yeah. you lie and you're young, there's drama, but it fizzes. You get older and you're lying, the drama stays. Because mm. people, women, a lot a lot of times don't want to don't want to be looked at as, as a fool. You know what I mean? They might do foolish things, but don't make me look like a fool. Right. You know what I mean? And so the worst thing you can do is make a woman look like a fool, boy. Oh. Oh, you got experience with that? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. No, nah, I'm just saying. I, I have sisters and I, yeah, I've been okay. around enough women. I'll ask Dre. Well, actually, I Hold would like now. to ask Dre, but Dre probably won't tell. <laughs> so since the Gunner's in the room, Gunner, if Dre ever made you look like a fool, clap once. If he didn't, clap twice. If he has, or if he could, what, what is it? Is go ahead. What's has it? he ever made you feel like a fool? Clap once or twice. Uh, clap once for yes, twice for no. He's all right. He's, good job, brother. Good job. He's still here. If if he made her feel like a fool, he would not be her. Uh, uh, right. Okay. So you know what I mean. He here, so he survived. He's okay. surviving. Okay. Well, He's surviving. making it work. Ladies and gentlemen, we have made it past the introductions. Uh, it is now time for a share party. So please, everybody in the comments, make sure you go down to the share button and share this podcast to all the groups that you're in and your timelines so everybody can know that we are live and we can get everybody in the room and have a great conversation. Let's start the share party right now. Human nature. You ever heard of human nature? Yes, indeed. All right. Thank you all for the share party. We definitely appreciate you. Um, Man, you know, we like to start off the show with a little bit of distractions, you know, to lighten up the mood and everything. Um, So I'm sure it's some pretty funny things that went on this week. Um, Some things that were not so funny. Um, But nonetheless, they're normally distractions to keep us away from the real things that are going on. Um, Past couple of weeks, we've been discussing uh, the... Tory Lanes and Meg The Stallion incident that's really kind of fizzled out. We'll figure out that at a later date, but um, definitely a distraction this week that came up was um, something that really shouldn't ever happen, but 
um, we're we're sorry that we even have to you know discuss this kind of stuff. But a uh, uh, gentleman by the name of Otto got into a uh, altercation with his lady Tahiri um, on whatever show uh, Marriage Boot Camp. Mm. I don't know Marriage why he thought. Bootcamp. I don't know why he thought that was going to work. So <laughs> for those who didn't see it if you did see it let us know um for those who didn't see it this gentleman by the name of Otto, who's with um this young lady who uh really don't uh give him a whole lot of leeway or whatever but uh he he choked her up in front of a room full of people um and <clears throat> it it looked it looked real bad it was real bad and uh i didn't know what to make of it i just saw it and i was like wow I can't believe this is going on. What would make somebody want to do that? And um, it's really something that you have to be careful about when you talk about. But um, uh, it, it turns out that the gentleman uh, prior to the show, he says um, that his, his issue with Tahiri was that she showed no remorse or apology for some confrontations that they had got in prior. And... Uh, there was some video that showed prior to the show uh, that she was grabbing two apples out of a bowl in front of a room full of people and hurling them at his face and then walking off. Um, and then after that, they go on to the actual show and they're talking and she doesn't really mention that or apologize for that. And he snaps. So did, did you guys see the choke? I saw the choke. Okay. I'm hearing about it right now and I'm, I'm a little got caught up in my thoughts right now about okay. him chunking apples or whatnot. Okay, did you guys apples. see the apples? I didn't see the apples. Okay. Apples. Yeah. Can I ask a question, though? Yes. For shits and giggles, Same. my first question is, was it real? Was it staged? Mm. You know, at this point, since we can't tell, mm -hmm. let's just act yeah. as if this was a real situation that men have to go through, and how would we okay. you know, react well, if, and tell but, them how to go through well, it? If a woman has... I can't even say that. If a woman has the the nerve to sit there and throw apples at you, uh huh. I mean, it's pretty much. What are you saying? I'm saying. I mean, she's what are you apples. saying? Hey, look, 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 the man. I'm trying to. I'm, I'm listening. He, he's he's trying to warn the gunner Some, never to throw apples right. at him. Somehow, somehow, there you 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 got this communication is off. Like you, yeah. You throwing apples at me? Like chucking them at me? Like I mean, I understand <laughs> if we if we you know not seeing eye to eye or we beefing or something, but you gonna try to. An like, apple. You, but, but but like you said though, as you get older. Mature things come in differently, though. Mm -hmm. Like you hold on to stuff. Like you chunk apples at me. So next time, when you gonna throw a pot? So do I have to defend myself and throw a pot first? She was sitting down. He went up, got up, and choked her. My okay. my. But did he go? Like, but he, my shits. My for the shits and giggles part, I'm asking about why I think it might have been rigged. Was because no other dude stood up to break it up. That's what I had a problem with. Mm. Like they all sat back in shock, right? Like. But none of them dudes got up like, hey, bro, like, you know, like, like, for number one, for your own safety, right. this is not a good look for you, homie. Right. Mm -hmm. I, even a if you don't. Them, a lot of people try to stay out, though. No, 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 no. And that goes back to man thing. Are you really telling me that if a dude can't, I don't care who it is, is choking up his, I don't care if it's his wife in right. here. Mm -hmm. We gonna stop you, it. We watching? No. There ain't no watching going on. We ain't mm -hmm. beating nobody up, but we, hey, hey, y'all yeah. gonna have to. No, we ain't, that, that 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 can't go on right. here. You're putting us in a bad situation, right. and don't have me have to flex. Mm -hmm. 
Like, don't do that. I'm trying to be respectful, but you can't be disrespectful like that mm-hmm. to the situation. We, I think we're all, are we not all going to act like that immediately? I I think we. After the shot goes away, like, oh, shit. But it's like, hey, we got to react. Like, none of them even, like, lunch. I mean, after like, about two seconds of him charging, you know, and wrapping his hands They around. all was like, like this. Now the now the I, I understand the production crew gets in and breaks it up, right? Mm-hmm. But like, as that's why I wonder. I wonder. Stage. I wonder, men, are we really at a stage to where we sit back and let somebody else? If I'm closer to that than the production dude, and I see the dude jump up and get to grabbing a woman by her neck, married or not or whatever, am I really sitting back and watching that, or am I not immediately getting between them for her safety and his safety, her physical safety, his career safety? Right. You know what I mean? Do you think it's more of a, like a, well, I can't really call it a cultural thing, but you think it's more of like, you know, if I get involved and I put my hands here, hands here, you know how it is, it's like if, if you go in and save somebody, they can press charges on you for, you know, I broke a rib trying to do CPR on you. They're on TV, though. They're on TV. It, I just, but, it goes back to being it, a man, it though. It happens. Lawsuits pop up all the time. A lot of people try to stay out of the mix. Just like, oh, I didn't, you know, it's not my thing. So that's my question to you guys as men. Are you, is that is that where your mind, frame of mind goes to staying out the mix? When you when you're on TV and you're making a little money and you get involved and you put your hand somewhere and you touch something or you touch the wrong thing, lawsuit. Now you're making money. Now I can, I have I have an advantage over you now. Fresh. Uh, I think it's is I think it's rather deep actually. Mm-hmm. I think it goes back to. Um, how we value each other mm-hmm. as men and women. So um, one of the questions that I, I wanted to ask uh, this week was had, just for, for, for black men and black women, have in growing up, has anybody taught you to value the opposite sex, number one, right? I think that's a really big thing. Um, also... Um, when it comes down to protection, uh, I think if you're inside of a group that is accustomed to the two of you being toxic to one another, there's going to be a little bit of apprehension. Like, uh, is this what y'all do? Because you all normally are going at each other and doing shit to each other. Mm-hmm. So am I stepping on your custom? Is this out like, if you're operating on a norm where there's really no toxicity, then you can identify what is not normal to that couple. Gotcha. But if that couple operates in toxicity, then as a normal person, you're not sure what it is. Now, of course, once the hands go on the throat, then it's like, mm-hmm. hey, you know. But in a TV situation, they're probably waiting on the production crew. Well, well so, you know? and I guess, so a, a problem I have with. Um, reality TV now and being black on reality TV mm-hmm. to me now the state of, of, of our union you can't be irresponsible at this point you can't be mm-hmm. fuck Hollywood fuck your money when it comes to that because you all eyes are on us all eyes are on you how you act absolutely reflects our culture and how people view us and how we view ourselves. Mm-hmm. If I'm on a show and it's and it's there to be raped, it's there to exploit, and it's there to demean our existence, that is not money's money's not worth that. Number mm-hmm. one. Number two, if 
if this is marriage counseling or this is a, a group of married people and you're watching this girl or this woman berate her husband to the point where violence, you're watching this man reacting and doing the same, mm -hmm. at some point in the show, the men should grab the dude. Like, yo. The women should grab the woman. Like, yo. But are like, you going to watch it if there was no drama? And that's, I guess that's the other part. Do we need, at this point, do we really need that kind of drama in, to associate our, like, should we not ask for more and better? Should we not demand that? Should we not not watch it? Should we not tune in? Because it, it's not doing anything for us. We're used to watching shows with drama. We're not used to watching shows with happy endings. Like, but, we, but, we live and die for the drama. It keeps you tuned in, like, just, like, like what we're talking about now. If, there, if, there, if it never happened, half of us would have never, we would have never known about the show. I think, I think now it's a little bit different. Like before, there weren't really mediums to be able to replay this stuff 24 mm. hours. But the reason I bring it up is because since this is the mentor, we want to take situations like this mm -hmm. and look at how, just in case somebody else who's watching that may have a kid that, you know, doesn't notice that they're in a situation that's, you know, toxic like this, um, how would we react in this situation or how would we advise, um, our son or daughters to react in this situation um first you and then how you would advise your children well i feel like we have never found ourselves in that predicament mm -hmm. but and, and why is that we have good communication i think communication is key to any relationship um if we get to that point to where we have to you know we feel like we want to throw hands on one another, then we need to take a step back. As the man, the man in me won't allow me to cross that barrier. Mm -hmm. You know, I would take a step back and be like, uh, I got I to gotta go for a walk or I got to, I'm going somewhere. I'm going to my boy's house or whatever, you know? Mm -hmm. So it's just, it's just, like you said, as you get older, you start to mature better. You know what I mean? You start. So to, somebody throws some apples at you, let's say you 25. What 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 are you gonna do? Mindset at twenty five now. What you gonna do? Somebody throw some apples at you. What you gonna do? Was he twenty five? Do we know how old he is by any chance? It don't. Yeah, we just say twenty five. I mean, I probably would have threw the apples back at her. Okay. Okay. I would threw the apples back at her. All right. I wouldn't have choked her. Right. I wouldn't choke her. It's not my style. You would have aimed for her back or something like that. Yeah, I would have threw the threw the apples at her. I would have poured some water or threw some water on her or something. It'd have been a scuffle. Okay. It would it would have been a scuffle with some shit moving around in that damn room. Okay. It would have been, I would have threw the apples back there. I wouldn't try to hurt her like that. Right. But, I mean, the apple or two would have hit her top of the head a little okay. bit. Okay, now you, if you get apples thrown at you now, it, Gunner don't exist. Okay. 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 If, Can't so, picture that. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Go ahead, good boy. Hey. <laughs> I like that. Hey. I like that. He's, trying to, he's working on something. Uh, so, uh, Gunner doesn't exist. You get some apples thrown at you, 35 years old, what you doing? And the gunner throws apples at me? Gunner does not exist. Oh, okay, my fault, my fault. Okay. And I'm 35 and I'm, I get apples thrown at me. Right. It's time for me to move on from where I'm at. Okay. Like, it just, we got the career going and it's, it's, it's no need for that. Gotcha. You. you know, it's uh. So that that situation is dead. It's over. Done deal. It's done. But if a woman at 35 is still throwing apples and stuff like that and you can't communicate with me or we can't communicate, then it's pretty much... You know, that's a wrap. All right, Gunner, he putting you on notice. Um, <laughs> D. Scott, 45, get some apples thrown at you. What you doing? I'm pissed. Tasha does not exist. I'm pissed because them can go in the apple pie. Like, them desserts be made with them. Don't bruise the apples, you know what I'm saying? Don't bruise the Don't apples. Don't bruise the apples. 
honestly, in my, in my house at this point, the rage would last a total of seven seconds before comedy starts. <laughs> about you really threw some apples at me. An apple. Who gonna pick this shit up now? Not me. Yeah, like you gonna it's, sit here and look rotten tomorrow morning. You, you. I mean, when you, when you, when you're 20 years in, like, I even think about it. It's hard to get like mad like that. It's hard to get like red, like. You know what I mean? Okay. It's very, 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 very hard because you almost know everything that's coming at you. You uh, know why? Seen the movie before. You know, you've seen this before. I know the mood. She know my mood. Oh, you in a bad mood? You, uh, you, you communicate way quicker, way often what's about to happen and mm -hmm. what's going on with people in their emotional state. Mm -hmm. And so then, you learn how to move around each other and avoid confrontation for the right. simple fact that right. you knew this was coming. I and can so, really see Tasha throwing some apples at you <laughs> and you laughing about it so much to, to she starts laughing so, about it. So, um, being young and all that, I found out at an early age in our relationship that she can throw them things. <laughs> so, <laughs> that changed everything for me because, oh, I'd have to fight her like a man. <laughs> so, that's got to be off the table. Right. Like, I can't, Right. No more going back. There ain't no tussling yeah. because she knows how to tussle. She with the shit. She with the so like this is our, this is, and so you learn how to move differently because mm -hmm. like you know when you're young you do think you can bark a little bit and right. you think you can do some things. Mm -hmm. uh, I still feel like I can throw. A Bark a little bit. I mean, you know. Go that <laughs> Why far, you look down when you say that? You bark, bark from a distance, yeah, though, right? I know how to bark. I, I can bark Gunner, from the side of the room. Done. I can God, bark from I mean, the other side of the room I can, with I can the best still, of them. You know, I, can, I can bark. You know that's why I would have bark you know, from the uh, door. Room, yeah. I close the door and I bark. Yeah, I bark. You know? Yeah, I know how to bark from the door. Yeah. <laughs> Y'all making away. this marriage thing sound right? Hey, man. Hey, you trying to make over or something? You know, and walk away. Yeah, you you at, at, at there's a point where you know when you want the sh when you when you with the shit or not. Yeah. Like you make a decision during the day, like okay, I want this today. Like you know yeah. what I mean? You do. You really know. Yeah, y'all talking about with y'all with y'all ladies? Yeah. yeah, like you know going into the day what you want the day to be like. If right. you like fuck it today, yeah. fuck it. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I want time. the smoke. Yeah. I want the smoke today. Yeah, ain't nothing I really all you know. One more thing to me. Yeah, yeah. What's going on. And so <laughs> you gotta brace yourself because you know it ain't yes. gonna be no issues. Now the all. rhythm of that though, which is cool about a relationship that works that communicates well is uh -huh. normally you're good as long as y'all don't want the smoke at the same time so gotcha. what you learn is oh let him have it uh, he on that today and you <laughs> 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 and it's over with and then when she you know so you learn how to not want the smoke at the same time uh, and so and then later you tease about it like oh you was about it today huh you really <laughs> yeah about it. yeah i just let it, you know what i mean so um, you you learn, man. You learn how to to, to 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 do it in rhythm. You really do learn how to do it in rhythm, and I think it's easier when you have kids involved. Yeah, because mm. you can throw the smoke, but you're still putting on shoes because people still got to go to practice. Yeah, mm. and so this you don't have time to storm around the house chasing each other. Right. When you still got to communicate about who wanted to get gas, mm. who taking out the trash, who's taking one kid over here, and who taking the other one. So you have to do it in 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 motion. Gonna, gotcha. Hey, the gunner get mad and tell me I got to take both of the kids wherever they going. You take them. I ain't going nowhere. <laughs> I'm like, but that's not, that's not what the deal was. You got, you know, you big and bad. You take them. I'm staying right here. But then what happens? Then a couple hours go by and you call about what's you know hungry and she already, yeah, she already changed her little attitude Always. and she you know now she fixed the stuff. So it's it's a rhythm. It's a it's a rhythm game and that happens when you really truly appreciate, respect, and love your partner. Yeah. Mm.
And when you can appreciate, respect, and love your partner, them, them little smoke smoke signals and smoke things, you can get over. We ain't been on comments at all. I've been trying to... Uh, um, just talking I, about I mean, they, they've just been talking I, with y'all. Tasha said she was, you know, I, I'm going to get it. You I, know. I, I tell you one thing, though. Like you said, David said, if you don't want it to be at the same time. Yeah. But when they go, and you not if you're not on today, mm -hmm. oh, they going to lay into you. They gonna lay into you and be like, "You ain't got nothing to say today." You was all talk yesterday. They is oh. it they? Well, is well, it they or the gunner? The gunner, yes. It, it will, <laughs> and will lay into you and like try to provoke you a little bit. And then I don't have nothing to say. I'm all right. gassed out from the day before, two days ago. Oh man, I got all my stuff out. I ain't got nothing to say. He was like, "You can have it." Yeah, but then like I said, but sometimes, like I said, they'll they'll beat you to it. Mm. They feel you rallying up, and they know that you always like to go first. <laughs> they gonna cut you off. Boom, got you. Yeah. Okay, this yeah. is sounding a little bit more fun. Yeah, it's yeah. fun. It's, it's fun. Okay. Fun. It's, it's, it's like yeah, yeah. she caught me off guard. Now what? Uh, it's, okay. it's, you just don't want a partner that's gonna that's going to question your manhood. Yeah, right. That's somebody that you need to eliminate from your life. When you question my manhood, you're not good for me. I, I think that's the the situation that we were witnessing mm. on television. There was a lot of. Um, either questioning or downgrading and it got to a position to where it, he snapped of course yeah. you cannot put your hands on a woman and you certainly can't put your hands on her neck um but yeah it, we live on tv are you gonna embarrass us on tv like this and I, and I think we talked about that last time we talked about this is that um one of our rules and what we've been taught is that we don't allow mm. ourselves to be put well, on front they street. got their own show because of this though let's keep it real they're gonna what? be on dr phil they got their own show because of this yeah they're gonna be on therapy shows dr phil mm. like they just they just they extended their career yeah. unfortunately cooning it up yep unfortunately mm. got you you mm. know what i mean i hope they decide if they do it though you heard it on the mentor podcast first if they do it it better be with people that sh that share the same culture with you, it better really be about fixing and healing and mm. not exploiting. Right. They're gonna end up on um, that one lady, Yolanda. Yeah, yeah, yada, yada. Not yeah. on my watch. <laughs> They're gonna end up on there. That's what's gonna they happen. They better not. Like, come on, let's do some real stuff with some real people. You know what I mean? She ain't real. Get some real help. I don't know. I don't know her enough to say. She be telling people like breathe in the holes and. There was something she did with DMX and his son that I know where DMX would come from. Like, don't play with my family. Don't manipulate my son in a certain way that she was doing. That I I, I knew exactly the spirit he was coming from, mm. and the one that she was she was taking with his son. And I was like, mm. y'all are missing DMX's point. Okay, um, and that was really interesting. It was DMX two mentions in two weeks here on the Mentor Podcast because yes, you was killing <clears throat> on that verses. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he would. <laughs> <laughs> I watched it again. I was like, oh. Oh, my goodness. Man, you was killing on that versus. But okay, that's the distractions for this week, ladies and gentlemen. Watch, uh, the, watch the Beyonce thing, though. Everybody watch that if you haven't seen it. I'm what? curious. We're hearing a bunch of stuff about it. Some people say demonic. I'm Some people it. say it was beautiful. We're going to talk about it next time. I'm going to watch yeah, it. Yeah, watch it. Okay. okay. Just watch, watch yeah. it. Will uh, you watch it? Did I watch will Black you watch King? It? Oh, will I watch Black as King? For, 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 the, for, the, for the show. <laughs> what is it though? What is it? Is it a? Is it a? It's a. Is it a music video? It's a visual, a music, a visual, a music visual to the soundtrack of uh, Lion King. Like a Kuna Matata? What? No, 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 no. So it's a visual to the soundtrack of the of the of the movie. Not the not the songs in the movie. The soundtrack. Uh -huh. So Beyonce did the soundtrack too. No different than Black Panther and um, Queen said it's a visual album. A visual album. There we go. Okay. Yes, okay. it's worth watching. 
Right. You seen it? Mm-hmm. How was it? Watch it. Let's talk about it. All right. How, was it good? Yeah, was it, it worth watching? It was. It was. There was very beautiful parts in it. Okay. I, wanted, I said, was it good? Now, to me, that sounds like a yes or no. <laughs> I want to watch it a couple more times. I want to. I want to watch it a couple more times because you see things for different reasons. So it's producers and all that. We look at it for angles, colors. That was very, very beautiful. We uh, coming over to watch it. The symbol, symbolism, I didn't really pay attention to. So mm. now I want to go back and look at it from a. So it's from only a, on Disney Plus. It was. It's on Disney Plus. Disney, so Plus. Disney Plus. All right. Okay. So. Black is king. All right, we will um, we'll check that out. But y'all, uh, next week. When you said it was a, it was beautiful. All right. Uh, also, <laughs> what happened this week? But what definitely wasn't a distraction was uh, Ice Cube uh, brought up um, his contract for Black America, and um, I know not it's fairly recent and not everybody uh, got a chance to check it out as an interview on the breakfast club where he just kind of mentioned you know what he was feeling as far as what's going on as opposed to what we were promised in this country and uh brought from uh with the founders of this country so since everybody didn't get a chance to uh hear it or listen to it um i just want to read a couple of excerpts from it so we can kind of get an idea of where ice cube was coming from and then just talk about it um he says, instead of looking for incremental reform, uh, the contract with Black America tries to address the root causes of racism in our society. He says, as a rapper, a writer, and a producer, I have called out police brutality and other injustices for decades. I have been censored, smeared, slammed, and had my life threatened for my work, for speaking the truth. As much as my art has contributed, I know that calls for change will not achieve the paradigm shift necessary to address four centuries of racial injustice. I am angry and I'm not backing down. I want a better world for my children and their children. And platitudes about progress won't produce it. We need a world where hate towards any people is not tolerated. People want to believe the great lie. <clears throat> people want to believe the great lie and that we are making progress, but the system is rigged. A country where the systems inhibit and destroy black progress, whether by law, overt racism, or unconscious bias, is a design to produce niggas. Across our country this summer, more Americans are awakening to how systemic racism has cheated generations of black children. He goes on to say, will a nation that prides itself on being one nation under God with liberty and justice for all realize that it has never achieved that? A nation lying to God that justice wasn't for all will a nation whose people put their own children in bondage um, for what they have done to themselves uh, or, or, excuse me ever pay for what they have done to themselves only when America admits the founders lie can we begin to heal Went in, huh? cube did go in uh-oh Ladies and gentlemen, here comes D. Scott. I need, I love everything you said. Yes. There's one part, I kind of turned me off a little bit. Okay. When he talks about, as a producer, writer, rapper, he's always talked about the injustice of his people. Mm -hmm. I need for Ice Cube to also point the finger back at himself about how their ignorance was used to perpetuate the lie as well. Niggas with attitudes, NWA, that whole farce of a identity in regards to how it was publicized, used, and promoted, 
and actually kind of hurt us in the sense of violence, gangs, and this, that, and the third. Um, and again, when you chase the money, you walk away from it, but you have to help also be responsible for it. So with me, with that, I, I would like that from him too. Like, I know my part I played. I, yes, I talked about the injustices, but I also was used to perpetuate uh, a stereotype about our people as well from the people who had the money. Like, I need both sides. I'm cool with what he said, but I give me the other, give me the raw side too. Like, yo, we were manipulated as young black men. You just want an apology from him. I, I want a recognition of it. I want him to recognize. I don't want it That's to be why like he stopped. Hmm? He stopped messing around with NWA and went on to his own thing. So talk about it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. In this, you 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 saw it. You saw it. You were a part of it. You were used in the sense. Like talk about that. So that these other rappers, these other musicians who have a huge platform that shapes the young young minds of black people. Understand like, hey, there's a game being played against you. Right. You're being used. Be independent, be be the writer, be the producer. I want him to go there as well. You know what I'm saying? Like give me what you gave me and then give me like where 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 you saw the injustices in in your own career other than I've been slandered, I've been the, the, the. No, let's talk about it a little bit more. NWA was set up kind of to to sell drugs, it was set it, up. It, it, it turned into that. It started off more as a. It's not a, about what they decided. It's not about what they're what they were trying to do. It was about what they were manipulated to do. Is what I'm saying. Not them. Like they they legitimately again like most of us. We we have this talent. We have the spirit of, and and but it's manipulated. You put money behind it. You put agendas behind it. You put that behind it, and it skews and it changes you. So I just need for you, for him to say that too. Like, hey, we were played. We had a role to play in this, and I'm sorry for my role. I wasn't. I, I didn't understand. I didn't know what what it, what it was. I think with his during his career, he's kind of given us back that. You got what with, with, say his, with his movies, and if you listen to more of his other music, he's talking a little bit more about that. What's, I forgot the album, but it was like the color. Uh, it was the. Uh, America's most wanted. KKK. America. No, no, no. It was one. Of the, it was a newer one. It was uh, maybe like that came out like ninety nine or ninety eight. It was a, like a yellow album, like dark yellow with him and his face on it. Hmm. And in some of his songs, he talks about you know how he was wrong. You know what I mean? I think in so many words, he has said it. I don't think I want it, in the song. I want it in that same that thing. Kinda, he, I want it in that context context as well. We have to change the narrative. That means we have to speak the narrative. You know what I mean? It's okay. You were buffooned. Say it. So that people understand that this is, a, we're looking at Nicki Minaj. We're looking at all these people that have got to change their their bodies have been manipulated. They're being altered to 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 be other than what they are, which is beautiful in their natural. I mean, it's still going on today. Like you said, it's Look still going on today. Still going on. It was going on then. It's still going on today. I'm saying that Ice Cube, you're in positions to 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 speak the narrative differently. So 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 blow it up. Blow it up and let us and get us to change. That's all I'm saying. Let's hit him up on Twitter and see what he says. All right. What you think? <laughs> what you think, Fresh? NW the movie NWA didn't didn't portray Cuban. what you're talking about. Cuban at, and at, oh, okay. It's a movie. I I want him to speak it is what I'm saying, and it can go God deeper. Damn. It can go deeper. It can go deeper. It the, okay. So the movie the the big three, the are we there yet, that is not enough. Uh, no. That's, That's what I was getting at, of him trying to re redo his mistakes. 
and put the positivity out there. Like with single, like single parents, single, single, single. I mean, single male, single parent, single woman with two, with two kids. And he still wanted to show that image, like it's okay to be like this. It's okay to bring the family together. You know what I mean? I, I feel like that image that that was beautiful. I, showing, I, showing, showing a black. I feel like I feel like the NWA part. Like we we all agree that that was. Uh, it was protest that, music for that time. That right, era. right, right. They, they were rapping about what they knew, the environment that they grew up in. Um, I feel like if you if you take, like, say the black community is just a, a clear pool, right? He's a part of that pool already. He's in that pool, you know? Um, in order for him to feed himself, he pours some poison into that pool. Poison that's given to him, right? In order for him to survive. I feel like with, and this is just my opinion. But with his later works, he's trying to clean that poison, right? And what you're saying is, that's cool, but you need to say sorry, right? Right. That's what I got. Not necessarily. I'm not sorry would be cool in a certain sense, but not even say sorry. But if you're gonna bust it open, bust it open. Let's like let, real real quick ahead. with the uh, with the comments. Um, Amanda Scott's definitely agree, agreeing with you. Um, Ketsu Kit. Ooh, baby, you're gonna have to help me with that. We're gonna call her Queen. Um, she said that's not a part of the contract, you know, as far as him, you know, apologizing. And, and I agree with that. Um, it's that's really not the, the deal here, right? Um, he's calling out somebody else that that brought about his particular situation, right? This this system that we're in puts them into a situation where they can get riches from essentially doing somewhat of a sellout move, not even knowing it, you know? So I, I, I'm in agreement that it's not a part of the contract. I, I get what you're saying, and it's probably, you know, a different day kind of thing. But as far as we cannot, as far as the point that we cannot really progress without actually teaching everybody here to unlearn the lie mm -hmm. that we live on but the, but uh, but fresh the part of the lie was in the 90s early late 80s to early 90s there was a push a push to incarcerate black males mm -hmm. a part of that push was making sure that gangster music was readily available well, giving it, it, giving giving that's when they figured out giving the fuel in order right. to do exactly what they wanted to do was that, to that's raise when they incarceration. Out that they controlled the culture. Huh? The no, that's, they didn't figure it out then. They didn't figure it out until years later. So that if they did. didn't figure it out, mm -hmm. if they didn't know, mm -hmm. but now you know. So say that is what I'm saying. Like you know what we we were trying to do this. We got manipulated to do this. That's why you have who you have now as artists. Okay, guys. I I, I don't I don't know if you guys are okay. I, I don't know what to say. I, in music, music influences. Period. Right. So. If it, if it, you're used by the slave master to, to 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 get slaves, you're being used. So therefore, hey, I was being I the I right. I was being used. We were being used. We had we were coming from a good place and wanted to talk about the injustice of our people. We were given a platform and we were giving opportunities to do actually something different than that, which which was by design. And and once gangster music hit, incarceration went up. 
Ice Cube, NWA, you're a part of that. But they that's weren't. the truth. Look it up, bro. But if, but if you that's the truth. If you listen to some of their some of their early music, they weren't. Talk, they what were do you young. use to push? You use drugs, sex, and rock. You use those things to 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 to, to, to push narratives. In the '90s, that was a narrative that was pushed, guys, straight up and down. Who would they use to do it? Us. I don't think it was more okay. NWA. I okay. think it was other other artists came like around. who? Who was the biggest? Wait, I don't look, look, I think we're getting uh, first okay. off we're we're way off topic. <laughs> we're way off yeah, topic. Yeah. Are we? This, this ain't got nothing to do with with the contract, but I think you but can say good, you can, I think you can say there's some correlation with the music and incarceration, but causation? <laughs> look it up. Do your homework. Do your homework. What are some other variables do that you, happened in the 90s to cause incarceration to do go homework, up? Man. I'm just saying, guys, please yes, do there, your homework. There, there were some bills that went out that it, that it... What's the easiest way to change the nation? It's through music. Oh, no. Get... Was skinny jeans even a thing? Michael before? Jackson was still was, making was, albums was, in the nineties. Was skinny that, jeans? What the hell? When did skinny jeans become a thing? Cat daddy. Cat daddy. Cat cat daddy. No, we're not. Jerk. But, but, like I said, we can move on. You can move. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna leave it with this. Once they found out that they can control the culture by the music, that's when everything started to change. A lot of NWA's music was protest music. Yes, it did promote some negativity, but it also unified communities together during that time. And I feel like it was it was music that that that, that the community needed to hear. You know, and it talked about everybody's story, not just black story. It talked about everybody's story. And then I feel like once they figured out that how, how big it was and they could start bringing out whoever just to make some, some beats and look like a fool, Man. now we have who we have now. So like I said, it's grown since then. And now we are where we are now. Y'all got it popping. Y'all got it popping. Skinny jeans, the trans from now being more... Black males being more less masculine. I mean, it goes on and on. Trey said, let me finish. Oh, yeah. music. It controls Correct. our culture. Correct. From, from fashion to everything. It Correct. controls athletes want to be rappers. Rappers want to be athletes. You're it controls right. the culture. Correct. And so you got to ask, what was... what? But back then, back, back then, they didn't really have... How, what, they didn't have... Because they didn't know anything about it. So they couldn't tell them, oh, I want you to talk about this. I want you to talk about that. They were just talking about what was going on in their community. Okay. We, we, like you said, in the 90s or whatever... Okay, drugs was huge. Drugs was huge. Right. Crack was huge, right? right? So that's what they talked about. Super predators is what they called them, correct? Right. Mm -hmm. Okay, you have music that's talking about those things, glorifying things. What is the causation of that music? We understand that. What we're talking wait, wait, about. Wait, 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 wait. Because we're going to get real Hillary Clinton right now. Yeah, we, we if can. We don't, <laughs> if we don't admit causation, because what she said is we could talk about how they got there, but right now we need to bring them to heal. What that says mm -hmm. is... Yeah, we understand that they're in a bad situation, but right now them niggas is fucked up and we got to deal with them. But that what that was doing was negating causation. We have to, if we're going to talk about they music, we got to talk about how they got to talking about that kind of music. What environment were they put in to where that was their only way or they thought there was their only way? Agreed. Uh, I'm not disagreeing with what you're saying. Guys. So that goes back to the original contract to say we cannot talk about progress or what we've been through and actually act like it was something without actually going against the system because the system has us having this conversation where we're talking about branches and not roots mm. so 
getting back to the contract because we're getting cussed out in the comments. Are we? Um, <laughs> I get Queen said this is way off topic. Uh, Tasha says the contract addresses educate. You're going to get it when you get home. Right. She was like, she in there like, this is not on the contract. Um, Andrea said when NWA first came out, they were fighting beyond sense, uh, being censored for speaking on what they experienced. Um, uh, Busy said bingo. Um, Amanda said uh, no healing without truth. And my mama's in the building. Amen. My mama said teach. All right. So um, as far as the contract is concerned, not Ice Cube, because I think what we do a lot of times, especially in our community, oh, my God, um, we instead of trimming the fat and then just taking the message, we we only take the fat. Right? Mm. Uh, my camera will be on in a little bit, y'all. Just bear with us. Um, so what we really need to do is instead of uh, looking at the messenger, we got to check out the message. So um, as far as the message is concerned, uh, especially ladies and gentlemen in the comments, uh, let us know what you think. What do you think about the message that Cube uh, recited? Dre? Oh, I thought we were talking about the comments. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you asked him in the comments. I didn't know he's asking us. I'm waiting to read the comments. Waiting for the comments. I was like, it didn't pop up yet. <laughs> uh, Ask it again. I'm watching the comments. I'm like, wait, okay, nothing, nothing yet. Uh, so, as far as, as his point to saying that until we actually basically get rid of the lie that the founders were actually these great men right you know um we will never be able to have the uh progress that we claim to have yeah i mean i i, I totally agree with him like i said i mean if you're living a lie the lie's gonna continue to roll mm -hmm. until you hit it like until you stop it when you stop the lie you admit to where it is now you can start healing from there mm -hmm. um I mean, like I said, I, I agree with everything he, he talked about, um, but also I feel like, also I feel like, uh, I mean, but Cube's always made some strong points, and I, I agree with him. I'm gonna leave it like that because I'm gonna go off, off topic. I'm trying to stay right here. Okay. So real yeah. quick before you go, D Scott. <laughs> I'm gonna go off topic. Uh, let me right let me here. hit these comments real quick. Amanda says, "Think Django." Slaves didn't create slavery, but Steven got blown up in the movies, and we applauded. I mean, Ice Cube ain't Steven. Um, uh, Pluck said there, there was actually a record executive meeting stating that they wanted to infiltrate black culture via music to corrupt black youth. This was an interview I listened to on YouTube by an executive who states he was in this meeting. This was also during the uprise of gangster music. Uh, Queen says, I just feel like uh, if he's moving toward if he's moving toward and forward, I think she's saying and trying to aid in the betterment of people. OK, yes, I agree. He's, he's definitely trying to move forward. D. I Scott. Too. Yes, sir. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do that thing where you'd be like, yeah, I did. No, I agree, too. But I, it would just be nice for him to kind of blow the whistle on like how they were manipulated as well to push agendas that were outside of their own control. That's all I was really trying to say. Can he do it next time? Can he keep? Can, can, nice. can we support him on where he's at right now? So yep. and then we'll we'll send him a tweet and say, mm -hmm. hey, he, 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 he's got so right he didn't there. say that, right? Mm -hmm. But as far as what he did say, which is on topic, right, Tasha? As far as what he did say, 
What do you think? I don't know if there's anything to think. We'll see his actions. We'll see what he, he what he can do. He's a millionaire. He's got money. Let's see what he can do. I, I don't. It's a. I don't know. He already that. doing stuff. Like what? The big three was huge. They tried. Hold on, hold on. Mm -hmm. They tried to buy up. The, I forget the name of the conglomerate that owns those twenty-two stations that they couldn't have because of a monopoly. It was this big conglomerate, obviously owned by some white folks. But LL Cool J, uh, Ice Cube, and I believe another party tried to buy them, but they were not. Uh, they they just wouldn't do the deal. Mm -hmm. Right, um, but that is a huge thing. If you notice, we have nothing that is owned by us that that's a media conglomerate mm -hmm. uh, that we're allowed to actually say our message, which I think is uh, a just a huge part of the chess game, and it's understood that we cannot have that. Uh, so much so that anybody that just tried to deliver a message of us to be on the same code no, normally gets eliminated. Take uh, the big three to different l lower income cities. Let the kids come in for free. Let them meet people that they never thought they'd meet in their life that are now retired. Um, we need to heal. We need to heal ours. So I like what the big three does. Let's do something in the summertime or something else. Take a traveling like the Harlem Globetrotters. Take a traveling one and go do it in cities that will never see athletes. Um, that'd be dope too. So give me some stuff like that. Make your money. Make your money. I'm not going to ever sell somebody not to make getting their a, money. Getting a network, yes, that's excellent. And I'm all for going back and giving back, you know, taking them back and like the Harlem Globetrotters. But they got the Harlem Globetrotters for that. <laughs> he's on a totally different mission right now with the big three. His mission is to make more money? He's, no, he's breaking barriers. The mission <laughs> he's breaking of things barriers. like the big three and if it was owned completely by black people wilding out is to showcase your people mm -hmm. and and own the situation. Maybe we need not to break barriers. Maybe we need to build barriers. Maybe we need to go inward and do some healing. For, I'm just saying, I think a little differently and I'm I, he's, what he's doing is dope for him. Cool. I don't know what to tell y'all. Like, I'm on a different thing, but I, I'm on a different thing. I'm Eric, on a different Eric, thing. Eric Muhammad is riding with you too. I'm just on a different thing. I, I don't, I don't, I'm not, you know, I don't jock celebrities making more money. They don't yeah, do nothing for Eric Muhammad is riding with who? Scott. How? Getting the fist, man. Fist bumping him. Oh, he's just saying what's up. Oh, is that what he's doing? <laughs> Probably. But yeah, we can we don't have to prolong this. We can talk about okay. this. Okay. All right, cool. Um It's all good. Whew. Man, <laughs> hey. That was good. Okay. All right, ladies and gentlemen. We've been rocking for a little bit. We've been rocking for a little bit in here. And um Actually, almost an hour. So Damn. it's time Damn. to get to, yeah, we've been going for a while because D. Scott, D. Wildin'. Um, But we want to get to your favorite part of the show uh, where we actually have a whole lot more uh, interactions from you and the audience, and that is Pick Your Peas with D. Scott. This is a time where we ask some very, very would-you-rather style questions to figure out what choices, if put in a tough position, you would actually choose and why. So get ready, get your fingers ready, get ready to uh, to explain yourself and why you feel the way you feel. This is Pick Your Peas with the one and only D. Scott. The gunner said that she with D. Scott. Thank you. <laughs> okay, man. No, but seriously though, in the nineties, what, what Pluck was talking about was a real, real, real thing. They made a they, yes, absolutely they made a real. They had people sign non uh, 
disclosure, like they were really trying to because uh, that in the nineties is when um, jails went private, and they were mm. on and the people that bought them were music in, uh, in um, were, were music right. labels. They knew what was Man, that's crazy. They yeah. built a labyrinth, yes. and Ice Cube yeah. was in the labyrinth. Yep. We that's need to crazy. blame him for being in that labyrinth. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, pick your peas with the one and only D. Scott. I, I love you, brother. I love you, man. Uh, what questions you got for us today? All right, so today we are going to stay in this since it naturally, organically happens when we get together. We we recognize energies. And so these first two questions, question one and question two, got parts to them, but it's about relationships. So it's actually worked out pretty well. Um, this first question has two parts to it, two different angles. Um uh, but the question is this, as a partner, partners for you, I guess hey. that would be, um, are you supposed to forfeit your dreams and aspirations for the dreams and aspirations of, of your significant other? Are you supposed to put yours aside? You talked about this last week a little bit. We mm -hmm. talked about it a little bit. Are you s supposed to put yours aside for theirs? Um... Do you feel like that's a part of your responsibilities as a a partner? You look right at the gunner, man. No, I'm just I'm just Does that make sense, guys? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it makes sense. Are we going right now or are we waiting yeah. for uh oh. That is that is the question. I don't feel like I feel like if you're gonna be with somebody, then you guys both got to go for your own dreams, you know. Together um, or we're talking about separate? Together, what do you, you guys or you make a new dream? It's, it's got to be not the same dream, but it has to be similar. You guys got at least be walking the same path a little bit. So you think you should learn that up front before you get with somebody, and like make sure that you guys are kind of on the same path uh, yeah, before you kind of get. Path. I mean, but if one, like I said, like last time we had the discussion, a lady here where her husband was doing baseball, that's different. You're pursuing something a little different. Like it's like you know what I mean, professional baseball. So. If you don't allow someone to go achieve that or try to try to achieve that, he's, they're forever going to be like hold a grudge against you because of that. So you have to allow that person to go achieve that. So should pursue it, it? So are you saying maybe should it, should it be? Um, but if we're both strategic, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Absolutely. You think it should be strategic? Uh, absolutely strategic. Uh, I've just from because obviously I'm I'm not married, don't have a partner like that, but. Um, I have witnessed uh, couples where uh, the man had to take a back seat and it was very um, unusual for him, unusual for me to see. And I, I wanted to ask him how that worked out. Mm -hmm. And he basically explained that as far as her profession was concerned, um, she was already, you know, pretty much on the way to finishing it. The amount of money that they would be able to make um, and the time window that she had for children it made sense and she supported uh it feels uh, to me like i said it was very unusual to hear to him he said at first it felt really weird um but the timing made sense for him to be able to check his ego on that and then shortly thereafter um because there was no there were no time limitations for him to be able to do what he, he wanted, wanted to do. do uh and they were able to you know, run that play strategically, and it worked out great for them. Um, so I, I think it's possible, absolutely. Um, if you have time limitations to what it is that you want to do, uh, handle your business. Yeah. 
Absolutely. So you don't have any regrets. Like that's the worst. Re regrets don't go away. Mm -hmm. They stay with you. So you would have to figure out a way for the two of y'all to coexist. And if you all mean that much to each other, I would imagine that you, you do coexist and get your dreams, uh, you know, to come true. Okay. So the second aspect of this question is a little bit of a twist. The twist is what about your children? Do you feel like, or do you think you're supposed to forfeit your dreams and aspirations for your children, for your children's dreams and aspirations. Okay, before we before we handle that, can we uh, check out the uh, comments real quick? Oh yes. Uh, Queen said it was situational. Uh, Andrea said forever. No, there should be a plan for whatever makes more sense to move forward with first, but the other person should still be in loan to get theirs too. Probably a loan, maybe. Um, Ryan says position yourself so your path remains unbothered either way. Pluck says, no, I believe that in a true relationship with, hold up, in a true relationship with those that are evenly yoked, aspirations and dreams should become the goals of the couple. Mm. Mr. Eric Muhammad, he says, what do your dreams consist of? Are they realistic, attainable, or will it make you a bitch? Ooh. Ooh. Uh, for those of y'all that don't know, uh, Eric Muhammad don't pull no punches. He's uh, one of my mentors. He don't play no games. So. Don't know now you know. Um, Joshua Scott says, "What does it mean by make you a, a Miss Muhammad? Uh, if you can, please elaborate in the comments for D Scott." Um, Joshua says, "I'm no, I'm, t I'm too inexperienced to answer this one, but personally, my gut is telling me I need to reach my goals solo before I commit to a partner or before I would encounter a situation like that." Facts. That's um that's the gunner's nephew right there. Uh Joshua, big time right there, definitely. I agree with you hundred percent. Um so now back to the caveat. The, yes. the second aspect of this question, uh everybody in the comments, now add children to this equation. If you are now a father, a, a parent, um, do you feel like at that point when you've taken on that responsibility, uh you may you feel like you have to forfeit your dreams and aspirations? Uh, to help support and fulfill the dreams and aspirations of your children. I thought uh, I thought when you became a parent, your dreams are dead. <laughs> <laughs> Do people feel like that? I'm joking. I'm. I don't. I don't think so. Uh, I know plenty of people that have kids that are making their dreams come true. But Dre, it's your turn. My fault. Um, I, I feel like it's the same thing. I don't think anything changes unless you are a young parent and things are a little different for you. Um, but if you S explain. Nope, stay there. Uh, like a young parent, I mean, you're still chasing your dreams, chasing your goals, um, and you're still at the beginning stages. Okay. You know, but if you are... Nope, stay there, though. So what are you saying? Are you saying as a young parent, yes or no? What are you saying? Because I'm confused on what you're saying right there. You're a young parent, and you have children now. Well, yeah. If, if, if your dreams are pretty much by the wayside now. Toast. Until, until they become of age. Wrapped. So you can go back to them. Can't have them. Because you got to provide for them now. Mm -hmm. Okay. You know, but like I said... Uh, if you once you once they get there now you guys can talk about going back to your dreams but as of right now your dreams are on hold now because you have a whole mouth to feed two mouths however many kids you got you got another mouth to feed and it's your responsibility as an adult so i feel like those that have those that we're talking about now with your significant other is more like mid mid 20s, late 20s, so they're almost finished and almost close to where they're going to be at. Yeah, a little different. You, like I said, 
strategically, you've got to make it work if it is going to work. I I, I want to bring up a point, so I do want to talk about this a little bit. Okay. Uh, but fresh answer. Uh, real quick, because uh, you no know, comments is popping tonight. Um, Busy said that's what being a parent is. Uh, Pluck says, I believe as a parent, if you forfeit your aspirations and or dreams, it does nothing more than teach your child failure is okay. Um, Eric Muhammad, uh, just going back to the last point, he said, meaning, uh, just elaborating, he said, will you give up too much off yourself so much so that you become overly indebted and too involved in the aspirations of someone else? Okay. So basically not leaning too much, you know? Um, Busy says forfeit is an extreme though. It's a detour sometimes, but you will still you still got to get what you need to get in life. Uh, and I, I, I'm in agreement with Busy. Um, I, I, I've seen a lot of folks that have children uh, stay the course and just understand that it, it may be a little bit heavier now. Mm -hmm. But if I don't fulfill, or if I don't manifest, I'm not gonna feel like me mm -hmm. it i'll just be a vessel carrying weight for my children i have to fulfill this because i mean uh minister lewis Farrakhan says that um true pleasure comes from manifestation and it, it's not even you you can't even get that kind of pleasure from a woman your true pleasure comes from manifestation. And I 100% believe that. There's nothing like, even when you're getting stuff done throughout the day, say you make a list and you come back home and that whole list is crossed off. You can't really put into words what it is that you feel inside, especially as a man. And if that stuff that you did on that list actually is going to benefit other people in your household mm -hmm. or other people in your family, it, it, it's, it's something that you can't give yourself. You have to earn that. So I, I think absolutely if you if you have kids, you're still going to go after that. You're understanding that there's going to be some kind of a time sacrifice, but you just got to go a little bit harder. Yeah. So I think about two things. Um, I believe the dreams and dreams and aspirations shouldn't go together. Um, I don't think that your aspirations should ever you should never have you should never lose the desire to aspire to be something. What you aspire to be changes as you get older. Um, the problem is a lot of times people don't understand that your dreams and your aspirations don't always be the same thing. Mm -hmm. I can dream about being a superstar. My aspirations is to be uh, uh, the best parent and or the best provider for my children. Mm -hmm. So I can't make my dream fulfill my aspiration. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I think that's the danger. Um, I think that if, especially in sports, the worst thing you can do as a parent is allow your dreams and aspirations to be fulfilled by your children um that causes problems too um i feel like as a parent you got to kind of clean the slate and you discover and desire the dreams and aspirations that your children have and your job is to support their dreams and aspirations um and you have to figure out how to maneuver your own within that um, and find some common ground to have uh, like experience but don't turn your dreams and aspirations in, into their tasks um, because it's going to cause you problems later in life. Um, but I do think that dreams are dreams, aspirations are different. Um, and they put those two words together, but that's almost a, a misnomer. They should not. 
So that's just my theory and my philosophy on that. But I just wanted to get you guys' takes. So thank you on that one. Yeah, thanks to everybody in the comments. Y'all y'all got it popping. We really do appreciate it. Uh, Veronica said something in the comments. Hold on. Let me, let me see what she's talking about. When you become a parent, your children... Veronica's the gunner, just in case y'all don't know. Uh, when you become a parent, your children and their dreams are priority over yours. But that doesn't mean your dreams are dismissed. It's just going to take you longer to reach them. Drea says, kids should see their parents accomplish things. Uh, as long as what you're looking to achieve has deadlines that don't have you completely neglecting your kids. Okay, definitely Absolutely, agree. Yeah. Uh, Tasha says, balance is key. Um, oh, my sister Lisa's in the room. Hey, sister, sis. how you doing? Uh, Eric says, real talk, it's being God. Totally agree when talking about uh, manifestation. Uh, Pluck says, I think sometimes when we think of dreams and aspirations, we think of athletes or musicians, things uh, of that nature. Some people's dreams are to be doctors and lawyers. Absolutely. Uh, Mr. Muhammad says, a big thing is getting up before the sun. It takes a lot to get ahead and foster your dreams and dreams of, of those you love. In other be words, God. if you want your dreams to come true, wake up. <laughs> Whew, we need that. If you, and that's, that's super real right there. If you actually want to get something done, get up before the sun. Because I'm telling you, when I get up at 11, I feel like a damn heathen. Like, it's, it's heavy on me. So, uh, I'm sorry. Next question, brother. Question number two. In the love category of things, um, are you responsible this I, I'll give a shout out to the to Gunner and my brother-in-law for for sparking this this question here. We were talking about this uh, kind of in depth this weekend. Um, are you responsible for the way your partner perceives the love you display for them? Mm. I'll say it again. Are you responsible for the way your partner perceives the love that you display for them? In other words, do you speak in your partner's love language? Is how I break that down. And do you make it a point to speak in their in their love language? And should you make it a point? Is that your job? Is that your responsibility? You should, you should. Hell no. no go, yeah. ahead. go ahead, brother. You should make it a you should make it a point. Um, am I doing it right now? <laughs> I mean, should it be a priority? Forget <laughs> making it a point. It's, should it be a priority? It should be a priority. Um, and I'm I'm getting better at it. I don't want to. Like I said, it was a rough <laughs> convo for us this weekend, so I'm getting better at it. What happened? No, we just It wasn't a it was it was a it was a joint around, conversation yeah. between my wife, my sister in law, and my brother in law. We were just mm -hmm. talking about love languages and and uh and, and, and again in relationships you can get petty, you yeah. can get selfish. Anybody throw any apples? Uh no apples no. were thrown. No apples <laughs> were thrown, but you know, we become you know, we're human beings. And so in speaking somebody else's love language more often than not takes a lot of what? Work. Right. So how often do you want to work? Sometimes you're tired, you don't want to work. And so if you, how do you twist your mind to make, to make it a point to always work in your relationship, always be, and to give your significant other the love they need to get the way they need to receive it. Like that is a job in itself. Mm. Um, and should it be a, should you, should we treat it like a job? Should we call it a job? Because if we don't I almost feel like, then you feel like you don't have to do it but if it is a job you only get paid when you work so maybe we need to be okay with calling parts of your relationship actually a job 
And I think we don't want to associate work with relationships because nobody really likes their job. Single person question. If possibly her being happy and you if her being happy makes you happy isn't does talking her love language still could that still be a chore yes yeah. okay yeah hey the the way you said that <laughs> made it true enough for me yes um you can you can have your perspective on how you show love and they have their perspective on how they receive love. Mm, so they be tripping. I like. I go get y'all in trouble. I'm just <laughs> this is what I like. I like. I like when the gunner's domestic. She cooks, little cleaning stuff around the house. That's what I like. That's what I. That's what I see as love. Mm-hmm. Gunner likes. Uh oh. When I bring flowers, tell her she looks beautiful. Tell her good morning when I get up in the morning. Mm-hmm. Like simple things like that that I take for, for granted, I just don't do it. I mean, I just I feel like if I don't tell you you look, I don't like the outfit. If I tell you I don't like the outfit, that's me telling you no. But if I don't say that, that means like, hey, okay, you, yeah, you you good now. Single person question: If you tell a woman that you don't like the outfit, it's a certain way. Wait, you have to wait, say wait, it, wait. If you if you tell it, however you tell her, if you tell her that. And you're being honest. Is the honesty then not a true form of love? <laughs> so, uh, the true form of love with honesty is what is the what is the point of the honesty? Is it to build or 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 detract? So, if you love somebody, there's a way to say yes without saying just because you're right doesn't just because you're right doesn't mean you're correct. Okay, so you can be right but not correct. So with a partner, and this is, doesn't matter if you're male or female, the point can't be to hurt somebody's feelings. Right. And if you know them and it's like, okay, when I say no, they probably think they look good in this, they want reassurance. But if I say <laughs> no, it's going to crumble the little bit of confidence they had in this outfit. So therefore, instead of just saying no, maybe I need to say why I think that this might not be as, a, as, as okay. something else. So that means you have to be attentive in that. So you can flip the game. It's called Pimp Game. You, know yeah. Yeah. you can flip and be like, oh, that's cool, babe. But that red one shows off your uh-uh-uh and does the wop-wop-wop. Now, all of a sudden, it went from... It's not about that dress. Right, it's how you say it's yeah. about you. Yeah. And so you got to learn how to how to play them games. You know okay. what I'm saying? And All a man right. should never stop pimping his wife. Right. <laughs> it's true. You, it's, it's true. true. It's, you, it's, it's manipulation, right? You yes, should be able you to. You need to always manipulate your, your, your significant other. Always be in pimp mode. It Ooh. saves you. Because yeah. now you have nothing to lose. Like, be pimping. Uh, and, and you get tired of pimping. Like I'm saying all this, I'm not saying I do this because I'm not, I'm not saying I do this. But I think now going back, you don't do it. I, I'm I'm saying that looking back, you should always pimp your significant other. You should always be in pimp mode. Hey, you should always be. In listen, pimp mode. you should always be in pimp mode. That's we're gonna put that as a as a sound bite here in the sound bank. Always be in pimp mode. I like that. And obviously, when we're saying that, we're saying you should be able to manipulate. Can the ladies manipulate manipulate y'all? They, they should be pimping too. Everybody should be pimping each other because you, you, you persuading, call it what you want to, but it should be persuasion for the fact of uh, for the for the point of adulation and all that. Got gotcha. you. All right. Okay. It's not to pimp to manipulate. Y'all heard it's it here first. Pimp to persuade at the Mentor Podcast where we talk about being men. <laughs> be a pimp. Peace. <laughs>
pimp your wife from these guys. I didn't say pimp her out. Now, don't add that to that, guys. I never said pimp her out. Never said that. Don't add that to me. If that's where your mind went, that's on you. I never said that. Oh, man. Never said that. All right, cool. Uh, so... Um, <laughs> now we're on the now we're on question three. Oh, you want to? Is there any questions? Uh, the comments is going off. Uh, everybody like, what the hell? Um, <laughs> <laughs> once you know your significant other's uh, love language, you should uh, put in the effort to speak and comprehend in their language. I agree with that. Uh, DJ Swirl, we haven't heard from him today. Uh, shout out to DJ Swirl, aka Ryan Harvey. He says, if you don't like my answers, you should cease asking, asking scary questions. Oh. Is, he married? is he married? Is he married? Listen, quick point about Mr. Ryan Harvey, a.k.a. DJ Swirl. He saw his wife when he saw his wife and said, that's my wife. Wow. She didn't know it yet. Mm. And then a couple of years later, that's that dope. was his yeah. wife. That's what I'm talking about. DJ. There you go. DJ Swirl. I see you put some respect on his name. Uh <laughs> Mr. Muhammad said, what the fuck, man? D. Scott? Uh, pimp mode. Um, Busy says, it depends on how toxic that love language is. Sometimes you need to introduce your partner to another language. Tahiri might speak that toxic. A man don't love me unless his uh, his hands are around my throat language. Real quick. At certain times. Real quick. That can just be a, cool at certain times. Quick single person story. Uh, w when I was bringing up about... Um, <laughs> I was like, go back to that <laughs> When I was bringing up uh, if our if our ladies were actually you know raised to actually uh, value a black man and, and and their relationships with them, the reason I brought up that question is because during this Tahiri thing, it, it brought me back to an experience that I had um, where I was dating a young lady and we were kicking it, we were having a good time, and I was just at a point in my life where I didn't really have a lot of bills that I couldn't handle. Like I was in a in a in a an abundance mode so i was just cool happy go lucky easy there was no drama whatsoever we go out we have a good time everything is good perfect right she's from the east coast used to probably a little bit more rugged kind of a situation but every time we went out it was just nothing but good times laughter fun this that and the third one of the last times that we kicked it i didn't understand it at at that point but we were just coming off of having another good date and she began to get like real testy with me and i was just like you know uh whatever yeah, yeah. you know we having a good time it don't matter uh and then she smacked me oh mm. in the face in the after, face after something you said you said something no what i didn't say nothing and uh um, bdsm stuff no 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 <laughs> um <laughs> and so i was i was very young maybe still in my simp days and uh, I just didn't know what to think of it. But anyway, I took her home and I didn't see her again until I came out of simp mode and got into pimp mode. Um, and, and things things happened. But I didn't realize until later on in life that she didn't understand just having a good time with somebody all the time. She was used to some kind of drama and had to have it. She didn't. She would wait for the ball to drop. She didn't know what was going on. So she just had to create it, which was, it didn't come she to me until late in my third. Yeah, she just wanted to create some kind of drama. Like she smacked you hard? No, she was just trying to test, test like, you. just trying to test it. Hard enough, though, to be like. To be like, I'm okay. taking you home. The mm -hmm. fuck? You mm -hmm. know, get me arrested. Throw some apples at you. Mm -hmm. uh, no. How old but, are we? When does this happen? What? 
Twenty. He's probably like 20, 20 years old. Twenty years old. Yeah. Shit, I got arrested. <laughs> but yeah, hey, I yeah. can see Dre like yeah. Hey man, strong yeah. back there. Yeah. Pop pop. Hey, don't play. Don't play. With but, me. but my bad. Uh, it's just just single person <laughs> moment. It was just something that was the reason why I brought that up. Where we do we understand that there are times where folks just may not have been in the, an abundance of love to understand just good times and that they can keep on going. Sabotage mm. is a real thing. Yeah. Mm. And we have unfortunately, through a lot of reasons, including slavery, have learned how to live uh, with fear and, uh, and not having abundance. But when we don't know what to expect, we fear that even more. Mm. It's like when you know bad, you know what, when you've seen what bad looks like, you already know how to react to bad. Mm -hmm. You ain't seen good. You don't know what that. Could you be. always, you always feel like the other shoe gonna drop. The other like, shoe gonna drop, and, and can I survive it? And can I survive it? Mm -hmm. Because that means I have to rethink the like my my my. Now I gotta live and not survive no more. Like you uh, living with abundance is mm -hmm. harder than sometimes living without, right? Mm -hmm. So it's a it's a it's a it's a survival mode as a as a mom. Okay, so we got the last question. Okay. This is would you rather. We're going to go through these quick because right. there's 10 of them. Right. Okay. But these are cool. Okay. Don't do them. Don't do them. Should we not don't do them? Do it. Do it. We listen. All right. We're going, we've, been, we've been yip yapping this, this Let's one. Do but these are good ones. Let's do these questions, y'all, on there. All right. Real quick. Have a golden voice or silver tongue? <laughs> what would you rather have? Golden voice, silver tongue. Make it quick. Silver. What's this? You know, so slick, like you just with the, with the gift of gab. Whoa, 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 whoa. You can, you can, you can you keep, keep that pippin' going even when you make it. You know what I mean? I, I, I don't know, man. Can I have both? No. Oh, oh Dre, my God. these are fast, Stop bro. Cheating. You know these are quick. Golden no. voice, silver tongue. Which one? <laughs> Golden voice. Golden voice. Silver tongue. Silver tongue. Silver tongue. <laughs> All right. Uh, I got Chris Browner there, right? Uh, All right. Uh, uh, yeah. Okay, quick. Number two. I don't know. I don't know which way that goes. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Number two, be a famous director or be a famous actor? Director. <laughs> actor. Yeah, it's fresh as an actor. We already know. Let's be, let's be honest. Let's be real. Be a famous athlete or famous musician? The audience is all like, musician. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I don't know, man. I... I, I, I Musician got more longevity than an athlete, so that's, that's, I'm getting sponsored by everybody like LeBron and them. I'm what a you musician. Doing? Musician, athlete, athlete. Yep, 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 yep. Okay. Okay. Would you rather not be able to or be unable to use search engines for the rest of your life or social media? <laughs> social media. I don't want to use social media. I'd rather use search engines. Search engines. Or rather search engines. Search engines. Okay. Yeah. All right. Um, Live on the beach or live in the woods? I live in the woods. I figured it was the woods. Yeah. Beach. Beach for you? Mm-hmm. Neither for me. Shit. Only have... Okay, only have a best friend. Only You only got a best friend. Nobody mm -hmm. else. Right. Or a bunch of nice acquaintances. A bunch of nice acquaintances. You rather have a bunch of nice acquaintances? Yeah. Acquaintances. Acquaintances? Yeah. Okay. Uh, never have to wash dishes again. Never have to clean a bathroom again. What do you want? <laughs> I went it all the way around this one. <laughs> which, which, he which, said they're going to be handling it. I ain't got to win. Which one? You didn't say. Did you say? 
Which one? Though? I'm winning it right now. Huh? He said he ain't got to do neither one. That's neither what he's one? saying. Okay, but never again in your life. Dishes or bathroom? Damn, you got to, yeah, you got to, ooh, yeah, good one. <laughs> Shout out to uh, the gunner. Okay, which dishes. one would you rather her not have to do for the rest of her life? That's even better. The bathroom. You rather have her not have to I'll do the do bathroom? I'll do the bathroom. Uh, I mean, I'll tell her that right now, there but you yeah. Go. So I just slipped on a good job. That. Okay. Don't tell her that right now, but yeah. Okay. What uh, you say? I don't want to do the... <laughs> I'm, I don't want to do the dishes. Fuck it. I'll take the dishes. bathroom. Okay. Okay, so this is what you have to you struggle with for the rest of your life. Mm-hmm. Okay? Struggle with, and severely, like becomes a problem possibly waking up or falling asleep for the rest of your life you struggle with one of those two either waking up every morning or falling asleep every night i know right i kind of do both right now anyway (laughs) (laughs) i don't want to falling asleep me too yeah absolutely falling asleep okay yeah Yeah. i need to wake up yeah i need to be (laughs) i need to be up like kate Okay, these last two are kind of this. I think we said this one before, but I'm uh, sorry, I couldn't remember. Uh, see colors or smell food. Damn. Oh yeah, we did this before. Did I we? definitely, I, I gotta smell the food. You gotta smell the food. Yep. I like colors. Damn. You, co- Damn, yeah. you don't smell food. Ooh. I like colors. He liked it. It's just gonna taste better because yeah. you can't smell, huh? It's okay. real. Like I like the colors in the room right now. It's all the colors, just green yeah. to purple. You like colors. Orange. To light if she orange. fine, I still know she fine. Yeah. There ain't no colors on. <laughs> <laughs> it's something about the Victoria's Secret that it's kind of sit differently with a different color. You know what I mean? The colors kind of go with the with the skin tone and just it's okay. the colors, man. This he is always got to do something. This like last that. one is not to be offensive to anybody. Mm-hmm. No, this is not to be offensive. Okay. Some people have these things, but it's offensive. Uh, one nipple, two belly buttons. Ah, <laughs> shit. <laughs> I love my nipples, man. <laughs> You love your own? I love my nipples, man. So I've just got to go with, uh, I don't want two belly buttons, though. I'd rather have another nipple. <laughs> so which one? <laughs> you just said you love your nipples. And you like, right. but you don't want two belly buttons. But if I got to do a one nipple, perfect. I ain't got to. So one nipple. You one said you love your nipples. I do. But now I'm I only confused. Got, but I only got one, I'm good. Now I ain't got both my hand. I can just, uh, my one nipple. Boom. What you doing with your one nipple? That's what I'm doing. on the <laughs> So you want one nipple? He got one nipple. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, one nipple. Well, I'll take one nipple. You'll take one nipple, sir. Definitely one nipple. One nipple. Two belly buttons. That's worse. <laughs> right. Like, say, you, if your chin, you can still get your chest right, you good. Ain't nobody. Uh, oh, what you got to say about my nipple? <laughs> you got two belly buttons. You can't escape that. Does it matter where they're located? Well, Either one, like the nipple, like if it was in the middle of your chest, would that matter? No, it can't be the middle. I mean, it's got to be anywhere it's at. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> or the belly button, one was the one was the Audi. Would that matter at all? Oh, that's We're not doing two belly buttons. It's a wrap. Yeah. Yeah. I'm doing two belly buttons. Okay. Hey, gentlemen, that's it. Oh, man. That's it. That's it. That was the questions, guys. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, this has been another edition of the Mentor Podcast. I just want to say thank you so much to our regulars that came into the room. Now we know Dre uh, is Busy, rubbing his Ryan, nipples. Amanda, Josh, yeah, Tasha, Veronica, my mom and my sister. Shout out to Eric Muhammad that came into the room. We definitely appreciate you. We're here each and every Tuesday, 630-ish. So that means just getting to you know our page at 630 
And then between 6.35 and 6.45, we're going to be on. We're going to try and get better each and every time. But we sincerely, sincerely thank you all for being in the room and participating in the comments and giving your viewpoints, especially to Joshua Scott with that huge viewpoint. And, of course, as always, DJ Swirl, Mr. Eric Muhammad, and Busy. Um, of course, to Amanda Scott and, um, uh, yeah, uh, uh, Tasha and the Gunner. We thank you all so much. Amplifica, did we bring that up? Oh, yes. Uh, it, we're we're going to uh, post a link on our page about the podcast that we did with the Latin community called Amplifica, where we basically talked about uh, being allies, what it's like to be an ally, is the ally a thing, and what folks that would like to be allies need to understand about uh, black folks in the community and how they can better serve them if they understand things in a historical context. So please check that out. Uh, once we post it on and uh, please share this podcast with everybody else for D Scott and uh, say something Dre I'm your host Freshmaker thank y'all so very much we'll see y'all next week good night good night gentlemen I used to be a hustler a jack of all